Oh. Hi. Welcome to this episode of Pit Talk. Today we're going to be talking about the US and the Mexican Grand Prix, if we can remember any of it, which we hopefully will. Hi, I'm Ayla. And I'm Pia. And today it's just the two of us because, I don't know, because we're are busy. Bo and Zainab recorded Abu Dhabi and Brazil. So now we're recording the other one. If you're wondering how we're doing the previous races before Abu Dhabi is because we tried to record it and the link didn't work, which is very rubbish and we're going to have to record it again. Yeah. So, as I all said, we hope we remember everything that happened Mm -hmm. at those two Grand Prix. Um, Why don't you start with talking about your... With, with, with everything you saw at the US Grand Prix, because as I don't know if everyone knows, but Ayla actually went to Austin. Yes, I did. It was very, very cool. I sat on turn four, which is the little American flag weavy weavy bit, which was very cool. We actually got to go on the track at the end of the race, as most racers do, which is very cool. And I got to walk at Big Red. It is very, very, very steep. It's steeper than you think it is, weirdly. Did you see the huge Texas flag? Because I, I was did. actually watching, uh, watching it with some friends. Mm-hmm. And like for the whole race, we tried to figure out which flag it was until we realized that it could be Texas. Because mm-hmm. Lone Star State. It, it was like, it was so huge. I didn't think. I've only been to the Austrian Grand Prix and Austria isn't as proud of their country as the US is. And I didn't think we had any Austrian flag that was half the size of that Texas flag. Yeah. They had a massive American one on the top of the first term. And then they had one down more near about turns seven and eight. But I'm trying to size it a little bit. Hmm. The flagpole was about, I read about this, it was like something like 300 foot tall, something equal to the Statue of Liberty. Like, Mm -hmm. that's crazy, like literally crazy. Yeah. But what was your opinion on the race overall? Actually, I, I quite enjoyed it. I have to admit, I don't really remember like everything that was going on because it was quite a long time ago. But I remember it watching with friends in the evening. I mean, for us in Europe, it was quite late, actually. Mm-hmm. And it was super fun. Uh, they had... Um, yeah, it's a- if I'm trying to... They had the George Russell takeout of Carlos. Yeah. And the Alonso. I that one. Where Alonso went flying. <gasps> yeah, true. That was Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking up the. How it finished, so. Yeah. It was. That's one. Stephen Hamilton Leclerc. Mm-hmm. With the DNF from Stroll. 
Carlos. Butters and Sainz. Mm-hmm. Why did Bottas retire? I don't know. I just have a DNF here. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Bottas retired. Not good news, but it's news. And it was a Carlos poll. Mm, yeah, it was. And both the Aston Martins got, well, Stroll got like P4 for qualifying. Yeah, but just because of all the penalties. Yeah. And then Seb had some leading laps. True. Then got overtaken by Max. And Seb came eighth. So that was still some Aston points. We had um, some points for Haas at their home race. I think. We did? Oh, I don't think so. Or in qualifying. Oh, we did? Yeah, we did. Listen, came ninth. Mm, very good. Just because it's the end of the season now, we can officially talk about it. What are your opinions on Mick not getting a seat? I think he doesn't. Oh, yeah. I, I know you're a Mick fan, and you probably won't agree with me, but I think that has made the right decision. I think Mick needs a team that can make him grow, but Haas needs a driver that can make the team grow, as like as a team. So and it's, Mick still needs some development, if you know what I mean. And I think you should like look for a team that's a bit more settled, that can actually develop him and just give him the experience he needs. And he can he doesn't get that at Haas for me. So I think Haas in the end made the right decision to replace him with Hulkenberg because I do think like uh why did I say Hulkenberg? Yeah, however yeah. <laughs> Um I think that like the K Mac Hulkenberg lineup is like the thing Haas needs to develop as a team. And if they are like a stable team, then they can take rookie drivers to develop the drivers. But now they need to develop as a team. I have a feeling that they'll keep Nico for maybe about two seasons and then maybe get someone new, like maybe Fisher Paldi. Yeah, I think so too. Whoever it is, then probably the F2 champ or anything like that. Mm. But. I remember Seb said that he wanted he retired so we can make way for like young new drivers and then Mick and Latifi have both lost their seat and Hulkenberg at the prime age of thirty one has come into F one for the second. Yeah and Alonso replaced him. Yeah. So that worked out very well, of course. Well, I mean at least we we do get Sergeant and DeFreeze. I mean DeFreeze isn't too young. But he's a he's rookie. Seven, isn't he? He's like twenty seven. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to see. Mm. Um, I don't know how it will work out for Haas. But that's just my opinion. I know you would probably like to see making a seat. Yeah, I think he did a lot better than last season. And I was very he sad. Did? But after reading a lot of stuff about it, I have come to the conclusion that I think Mick... He did not. He didn't deserve to lose his seat, but Haas deserved a better driver and a more driver that's 
fitted for the role that they need right now. Yeah, uh, I think so too. But coming back to the US Grand Prix, what do you think about three US Grand I just joked two, three US Grand Prix next year. I, I don't like the idea of a Vegas Grand Prix. I think that they're just using it for money, obviously. But that isn't a surprise, of course. It's F1. But I, I think that they should just have Austin. Because Austin is a racing track. Las Vegas. Now you're actually hurting my feelings. I'm very sorry. However, Las Vegas. They've just... I, mean, mm-hmm. I do get your point with Austin. I do really like Coder as a circuit. I, I do really like it. But I love Vegas. Mm. So for I, me, they could just kick out Miami. No one needs Miami, to be honest. Yeah. And I just love the idea. Even if it's for publicity and for a lot of money, the, the Vegas race, I do love the idea of racing in Vegas. I like the idea, but they could have at least planned it out and not just said, oh, let's plonk it there and hope for the best. They They could have at least thought it through a little bit. It's just literally a rectangle. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the track is probably shit. Mm. But I, I just love the idea of Vegas. I, I don't know. Have you been to Vegas? I have been to Vegas, and it's Me a great. Too. And I just love the city. I just mm-hmm. love the, the flair and the ambience, and it's just a unique place, and um, especially at night. So. Yeah. But I'm a bit confused about how it's on a Saturday. Yeah. I mean, for us, it's still going to be a Sunday. Fair enough. But they could have at least just had it really late. I don't understand why they had to choose it to be on a Saturday. Like, is qualifying going to be on the Friday? I don't know, but it's um, prime time for US fans, probably. Mm, Probably. Because Sunday's back to work day. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry, no one else can see this, but I made a temple out of sweets. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. Okay, back to F1. I still think that, going back to Miami from what you said, no no one actually liked that track. If you tell me that you like them, I will not believe you. I mean, they literally built a new track. They could have done everything and they came up with this yeah it's just disappointing i mean they they could have built a really nice racetrack and the price my days so expensive but did you look at vegas vegas is even more expensive than i have not looked at vegas i will be doing that yeah i actually plan to go to the vegas grand prix like with one of my best friends, yeah. uh, after I turned 21. Mm. But we are like, no, we're, because like, we need flights, we need a hotel, and the price Grand Prix, Grand Prix tickets themselves were just, were the whole budget we planned for the trip. Jeez. I think there are about three, two to three K. K? If you want grandstand tickets, I mean, if you want to stand all day, it's one yeah. k. But I'm not gonna pay a thousand dollars to stand 
Exactly. And it's Grand Prix. You can literally just get get a really, really cheap hotel that's on the track layout. It may be the shittest hotel no. ever. Yep, you can. Why not? Because they only sell hotels with tickets. Oh my god. Like, together. So they avoid that or. You live there. Why? Like, what if you have an apartment? You live in an apartment that's on the track. You could watch it from there. I mean, they cannot, like, kick you out for one weekend. No. I don't think they're allowed. As far as I know, like, you cannot watch it from a hotel because they just sell, like, the hotel room with a ticket including. Mm -hmm. Just talking about the price of tickets these days. I'm just going to say, because my Monaco Grand Prix tickets were 200 per person for a grandstand. And now this year's Silverstone is 600 per person. What? I know. The difference between Silverstone and Monaco, Monaco was one of the most expensive Grand Prix. Now Silverstone have more than doubled a Monaco price. I can tell you what I pay at the Red Bull Ring. Hmm? Um, I'm sitting at the... You know, you know, after turn one, the straight up. Mm-hmm. And then there's like one on the side. Yeah, that's where mm-hmm. I'm sitting. Yeah, and I think I pay just a bit less than 300 euros for the whole weekend. And I do have my feet for the whole weekend. I'm sitting on the Max Verstappen grandstand, so I still get like a goodie bag with an orange t-shirt and stuff. But I don't think I pay 300. I think it's a bit less. I think 280. Euros. Mm-hmm. That's still. And for MotoGP, I mean, it's MotoGP, you can't really compare F1 and MotoGP, but I'm sitting at the same grandson and it's 180 for the weekend. That's 100 pounds. Yeah. Basically, I mean, I don't want to say it's nothing because it's a lot of money. Mm. But it's way less. Like a- prices in different countries i'm like yeah i'm never gonna go to another grand prix in austria because it's just too expensive mm. we booked spa- maybe hungary i like that track that's a good track but we got spa tickets from the new eau rouge grandstand same price as silverstone 600 crazy mm. and for zambor Zam- was cheaper than the other two but you know like the arena corner when there's like the little swervy bit yeah. Yeah, we're sitting there. I don't remember exactly, but I think it was like 300, 400. That's. I mean, I would pay that for Sandler, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, but me and my family are Lewis fans. And I'm a bit worried because they're just going to pull up their whole Lewis kit with their big, massive British flag just in a whole. I mean, we're sitting on the Verstappen Grandstand with three. With three Hamilton fans as well. Hmm. But we wanted to sit all together and we were like, yeah, we're going to sit in this. And if you want to get different tickets, you can. And now we're sitting there with three Hamilton <laughs> I mean, actually, it's worth if you include me. Hmm. Like with Seb and Denny leaving, Louis <laughs> is in my top three driver. Hmm. My top three has changed. So much because my top three 
relied on Daniel and Mick. They're gone. My top three were Max, Seb, and Danny. Yeah. Now I'm with Max and the Mercedes. Yeah. I think now... How did I survive next year? I know. I think my top three, I think... Carlos, number one. Then probably... Probably Pierre, and then Charles. Or maybe Esty Bestie. Do you watch more recent TikTok? I have. You put Carlos! So, <laughs> no! What did he ever do to you? Nothing! They're just drivers I like more. What made me love Carlos even more? is the Ferrari C2 challenge with the songs where they have to whack the thing. Carlos was iconic in that. I don't know, I've just, I, I do not, I do like him. Like, uh, there's literally, next year's grid, there's no driver I don't like. Except for maybe Sergeant. You've gone for me. But, but just because... I can't stand his political... Yeah, you're frozen. I probably will love for you. Oh, fuck. Is it here? Am I here again? I can hear you now. I just said, like, the only driver I maybe do not like on next year's grid is Sergeant, but just because I can't stand his political... Yeah. Like, I I, I do not know him as a driver. I do not really... No, like him as a person like I, I know I mean I've watched a few F2 races but I have never even heard him in an interview or anything mm. so I, I can't don't... really judge him but I just can't stand his political um, opinion so he's like yeah I don't know how he could make up for this Ooh, this is nothing related but the prices of merch these days I got this Ferrari yellow monster top in during the Austin Grand Prix. Guess how much? In dollars. High or low? High. $80? 100 For a shirt? For a shirt. me. It's not even like, it's like the proper t-shirt texture. It's not the sport material. It's like proper like cottony texture. What? Mm-hmm. And let's do another one. Do you want to know how much I paid for my Max, like the orange Max shirt? Go on then. Sorry? Go on then, yeah. Tell me. Just guess how much I paid for it. It was, I bought it at the 2021 Austrian Grand Prix. Oh. Um, In Euros. In Euros. 80, 70? 30. Whoa! That's so cheap. It's from 2019, so it was on sale, but I don't care. Also, they had like a little like old merch store. 2019 Hascap. Guess the price. In dollars? $20. That's, I would get it as well. I mean, that's, that, that's reasonable. That's nice. It's very cool too. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I have to say, my most expensive, uh, I don't really have any expensive caps. Like, I think the most I paid is uh, like 35 euros, which I think is, I mean, it's a lot of money, but for. The most expensive I've got was. Well, if I sold it, it would be more expensive, but it was the cheapest one I bought it. When I bought it, it was 15. Now it's got all these signatures. I have Same. Pierre, Esteban, and Nico Hulkenberg on the top, which I know Nico's a bit random, but I just saw him, and I didn't. my phone was dead, so I had to get a signature. So, this I literally have the same cap. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have um, Joe. No, that's Alex. Yeah. Seb, Joe, and Carlos, yeah. and Oscar. Wow. Yours probably a lot more than. Yeah, and I, I also have a. Like, it's the Max hat from the Austin Grand Prix, and it's I signed know. by Max. That's so cool. That's probably the cap. If I would sell it, which I would never do. Okay. It's probably going to be very expensive. My most expensive piece of Formula One merch is probably my Max Mini helmet. It was, I think, if I remember correctly, I think it was like £129. Yeah, something like that. I... It has a little buckle. I do have this one. Yeah. And it was €60. That's good, because that's a one to four. Yeah, oh, that's a one, two, eight. Yeah. Alice. But my problem is that I live, I don't know, I live in a town where we actually do have a Red Bull and Alphatory shop. Mm-hmm. And I walk by it like every day. And I could buy like the whole store because they do have every kind of Red Bull yeah. merch. Yeah. That's also where I got that million helmet. So. Sadly, my city is a little small and it does not have any F1 shops for at least a hour and a half drive. So I always... Yeah, I was living in the same city as Helmut Marco. Yeah, I think that's a little advantage. We also have a random Red Bull car hanging on a wall. That's cool. I mean, you can also only view it from a hotel, which is ways. Yeah. Can I show you something cool, which I'm going to do? One minute. We should probably go back to talking about actual Grand Prix races. Yes, we should. Like... It's Teddy. His name is Alfonso. Not important. The mini helmet has a buckle at the bottom. I think you can see where I'm going with this. I just need to unbuckle it. Uh, That's too big. What are you doing? Name is Qatar. Why does it have a Qatar t-shirt? Because it's from Qatar. You've been to Qatar? My grandparents had. Look how cool it is. That's actually pretty decent. It is, but the one problem is not not too great. I probably damaged it. But hey, I think that's quite cool. 
But anyway, back to racing. Um, Let's talk about Mexico because there is literally nothing to talk about because it was the most boring race of the season and I probably fell asleep three times. Watch it, I was on the plane back from America at that time, so I didn't even watch it. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. Good. I was, again, watching with friends here. Mm-hmm. And we were just chilling on a couch, and every one of us, like, we're all of us have one fans. Um, but every one of us was just like, okay, please, Latifi, just crash on walls or something's happening. Mm-hmm. Which is actually really mean, but... It's the truth, you know. You know. But all nothing, I think, mean, literally, nothing happened at this race. Yeah. The only thing I really took from that is Daniel um made someone DNF and then got drive the day. True. Sure. That's about it. He was also one left down. Oh yeah. He made Yuki DNF. Yeah, he did. I saw that. But I think it was more of a racing incident thing. Mm. But after watching it back, I think Daniel did drive him off a little bit. But it was it was close to tell. It wasn't like a proper like I mean, slam. Worst crashes have been cold racing incidents. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it was. It it wasn't the worst. Yeah, it, it was probably the most boring race of the season. Let's be honest. Abu Dhabi was boring. <laughs> Sorry, I actually didn't watch Abu Dhabi to be honest. How? I was in a train back from home to where I live now. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't I miss was much. there with a friend, so we were like talking because. Our train left literally at two minutes before the race started, mm-hmm. and it takes us two and a half hours. So, and we just didn't watch it. And then I was like texting my friends, Is it worth to rewatch? And they were like, No, just watch like the after race procedure with Zap. And I was yeah. like, Yeah, I'm gonna do that. And I watched like the 10 minute video from F1, and that's it. Yeah. Just because I can't think of anything else to talk about. I'm going to show you all the Christmas decorations that I have in my room. Merry Christmas, people. I have a gnome. And a tiny Christmas tree. That's it. I have nothing. I got this little dude from Ikea for £4. He's very cool. But look at how big the tag is in the back. What's the point? But, anyway. Merry Christmas. What's on your Christmas list this year? What are you I don't know. Everything I have, I just everything I want, I just buy myself. Fair enough. I so guess probably you're... money. You are a lot older than me. I still have to make Christmas lists for my mum. No, I just tell. Yeah, I need money. I mean, I'm moving to an actual flat next year, so mm-hmm. I. Like, right now, I'm just in a dorm from university. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I want to actually move out, so I need a lot of money to get, like, all the stuff I need. So yeah, I, I just need money, and I need to save it. Yeah. But honestly, I'm so bad at saving money lately. 
Oh, I'm rubbish. I'm going to go to um, me and my friend tomorrow because I have day off school. Anyway, me and my friends are going to go and paint mugs. And they have so many things that you can paint. I think I'm going to spend about £100. There's literally so much stuff that you can paint. And they're all, like, so cute. I painted this little ghost dude. I know it's obvious to paint it, but he's cool. And I keep my pens and my lighter inside of it. He's very cool. Yeah. I mean, I literally just bought the a new shirt from Danny Rick's new collection from the Opus Faith collection like with the mountain you know yeah and it was like 60 euros and i probably have to pay wait what do you have to pay if it comes from a different country Tap. duties mm, yeah yeah i probably pistons i still have to pay them so it's gonna be like 80 euros for one shirt whoa I can't afford Daniel's merch. I wish I could, but I can't. I had to save up like... I just bought it, but I cannot afford it. Mm. I had to save up for like two whole months, not buying anything for two months. So I could get, you know, the all good, always Daniel jumper? I bought that. It was yeah, a, I don't really like that one. It was 120 we never paid 120 euros for one hoodie. Me! But, I don't know. I think the most expensive item I got is this one. You yeah. Know, the pink mini rip jumper. But I bought it on sale when you won in Monza. Yeah, that's fair enough. Get stuff on sale. Do you know what's good for F1 merch? It's not official. But Etsy is great for Formula One merch. I got yeah, this- I know. I know. Why you? Boyfriend kind of thing. He just yeah. bought like a huge Porsche poster, which is awesome. Sounds he also got cool. it from Etsy. Do you know what's also good for F1 merch? But I think it's only mainly UK based. Is Vinted. You can get a bunch of yeah, seconds. No, I know Vinted. Yeah. I bought a lot of stuff to read, but there is no one merch here. I have a friend who lives in Switzerland, and she said that she didn't have Vinted. But, so I thought yeah. it was good. Just a few countries do have it, have it, so... But I got an old Renault t-shirt, which had Daniel's number on the back, for £8. So cheap. Nice. Yeah. I paid a lot for a Renault Daniel Red cap. Hmm. Anyways, but, back to Grand Prix, because that's what we're here to talk for. I think we've run out of stuff to talk about with the Grand Prix. Yeah. Yeah. It's too long ago, and Mexico was just too boring. Yeah. America was fun. Oh, let's talk about American prices for a minute, because out fucking rageous. So, do you know how you have those little, so you can get these little radio things that you have in your ear for the beach? 50 fucking dollars crazy and then i found these heavenly little vegan they had like these vegan cheese rolls which was literally the only vegan thing there and it was so good but and pound. Be happy because the only vegan thing you can get is red bull ring rice rice just rice, rice. just fries no like vegetables with ketchup 
No. With ketchup? That sounds rank. I'm sorry. That sounds disgusting. It's literally like there was this nice hot dog stand thingy and they mm-hmm. said they had vegan sausages. So I queued up like a normal person. No, we're out of them. I was like, what? No, we don't have them anymore. So guess who had fries? All day. I mean, you can't complain. Fries are amazing. But not for four weekends. Yeah, fair enough. In Silverstone, from the other years I've went, they're very good. They had like a vegan falafel shack thing. That was very cool. Nice. Yeah. But going back to prices in America, because it was... Oh, I can't even explain. My... A, a pint of beer, £10. Oh, ten. Damn. Like, a huge beer in Austria was four euros. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, what else... My dad, who is a meat eater, got. I don't know why I'm even saying this, but he when when he was in Texas, he got like fried alligator tail, like crocodile, barbecued crocodile, twenty dollars. It is a thing in Texas. Twenty dollars. I don't know why I'd want to pay that much. By the way, you're the bread, and I'm drinking the tea. This is a shame to the British community, but I'm not even a big fan of tea. I'm cold, so I'm having ginger tea. I like fruity teas and like... I don't. Chai tea is good. I do really like everything like from herbs and ginger. Green tea is amazing. I don't really like green or black tea. Mm. Oolong tea is amazing. Oolong is amazing. It's I, like, my favourite tea is probably ginger with lemon. Yeah. There's a really good drink in the UK that we always have when we're ill. And it's lemon and honey in warm water. And I use, like, sweet freedom sauces. That sounds actually nice. It is very good. Well, anyway... We're talking about tea now, so I think that officially means I've run out of stuff to talk about for this episode. So, thank you for listening. Sorry that we didn't have much to talk about, but I hope it was entertaining for you. I have been Ayla, and Pia has been Pia. Yay. (laughs) Go follow our socials. Uh, yeah, see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.